How's it going, guys? So these types of dyslipidemia questions are exceedingly high yield on step one. It's not a matter of if, it is a certainty that you will get one of these on your exam, at least one, okay? So before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a thumbs up. I really appreciate it. And find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. Link is down below. And find us on Telegram. The links are also down below. Now, hopping into the actual fucking question here, where we have a 27-year-old dude, 12-hour history of abdo pain and vomiting. Since infancy, he's had yellow, greasy plaques on the skin and recurrent abdo pain following consumption of fatty meals. Physical exam shows lipema, retinalis, and periorbital xanthomata. Plasma appears milky. Questions asking the most likely explanation for these findings. So first of all, the abdo pain refers to pancreatitis when we're talking about dyslipidemias here. The yellow greasy plaques on the skin uh, following consumption of fatty meals. Very fucking strange finding. I agree with you on that one. Okay, you're probably like, what the fuck? I know, but I've seen it on NBME material. Uh, the recurrent abdo pain is the pancreatitis, as I just fucking said. And then the lipema retinalis, very sophisticated way of just saying that there's lipid seen in the eye, okay? So uh, it'll be, uh, it tends to be a circular uh, white uh, area around the iris, all right? It can sometimes actually be a an incidental finding, uh, often elderly, but uh, it's associated with dyslipidemias. Periorbital xanthomata, that's your plaques that will be seen uh, in the infraorbital area from lipid deposition. Plasma appears milky. This is very, very buzzy for hyperchylomicronemia, okay? Exceedingly high yield. So high yield, in fact, that if I had to guess, I'd say at least three quarters to four fifths of the questions that you get on USMLE that are familial hyperchylomicronemia will literally just tell you plasma appears milky, all right? So they're asking the most likely explanation for these findings. We'll walk through the answer choices here. Choice A, deficiency of apolipoprotein B48, wrong fucking answer, okay? So uh, A, beta lipoproteinemia can cause uh, spur cells, also known as acanthocytes, very spiky appearing RBCs. There's a lot we can talk about as far as acanthocytes are concerned. I wanna stay focused right now as well as uh, enterocytic biopsy. Enterocytes are your small bowel cells that contain lipid deposits because B48 is necessary to get lipids from the lumen of the small bowel into the lymphatics, all right? So uh, A, beta lipoproteinemia, wrong fucking answer. Choice B, deficiency of apolipoprotein C2 is the correct answer. So you need to know familial hyperchylomicronemia is caused by either a deficiency of apolipoprotein C2, as we have here, or a deficiency of lipoprotein lipase, okay? So C2, apolipoprotein, is a cofactor for lipoprotein lipase, which when we absorb fats from the small bowel into the lymphatics, if they're small fats under six carbons, they can be absorbed into the vasculature, but most fats are absorbed in, into lymphatics. And when that fat is ultimately making its way to, for storage into adipocytes, it requires lipoprotein lipase to do that, as well as apolipoprotein C2 as a cofactor. So, but it's in the form of chylomicrons initially, all right? That's why we get high chylomicrons in the plasma. And the uh, the vignette can also say there's high triglycerides or high serum lipase. I've seen those uh, findings in uh, NBME questions. So you say high triglycerides, isn't that hypertriglyceridemia? Yeah, but if they tell you plasma appears milky and they also say high uh, serum lipase levels, it's still hyperchylomicronemia. That's why we're doing this, to increase your score. 
milky plasma, hyperchylomicronemia. Choice C, deficiency of hormone-sensitive lipase, wrong answer. This is actually nothing as far as uh, USMLE is concerned. You just need to know that hormone-sensitive lipase is an enzyme that is upregulated in a fasting state where it brings fat from the adipocytes into the blood, okay? I've seen that, I've seen on an NBME question that uh, epinephrine will upregulate hormone-sensitive lipase, which makes sense. I mean, because it's fight or flight, you're liberating energy, okay? So uh, epinephrine will increase activity of hormone-sensitive lipase. Insulin would decrease um, activity of hormone-sensitive lipase and instead would increase lipoprotein lipase activity. Choice D, deficiency of LDL receptor, wrong fucking answer. This refers to hyper... Uh, cholesterolemia, okay? So that's exceedingly high yield, familial hypercholesterolemia, albeit not the answer here. So uh, patients who have deficiency of LDL receptor will have high serum LDL, often 300s, 400s. If they have absence of LDL receptor, homozygous, very fucking rare, uh, they can have uh, cholesterol between 700 to 1,000, okay? A lot we can talk about as far as hypercholesterolemia is concerned, uh, but deficiency of LDL receptor, autosomal dominant, okay? Heart attack in the 30s. Um, and of course, for homozygous uh, in teenage years. Choice E, increased hepatic production of VLDL. Uh, wrong answer. This is for familial hypertriglyceridemia. Okay, so if they told you high TGAs, they don't say anything about uh, milky plasma here. And they say cholesterol levels are normal. And that's it. Okay, then our answer is merely increased hepatic production of VLDL. So in quick recapitulation here, okay. Increased hepatic production of VLDL, answer, hypertriglyceridemia. Deficiency of LDL receptor, hypercholesterolemia. And then deficiency of apolipoprotein C2 or lipoprotein lipase, hyperchylomicronemia. Those are the three major dyslipidemias you need to know for Yosemite. You know the deal. I'm going to continue making more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.